Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. Let's get this show on the road for today. It's a recap Monday, but it's a recap in a way that, you know, I might not have a whole lot of time for picks. I mean, I'm going to pick the doubleheader tonight because, you know, we've got a kickoff here and under, you know, we got an hour and a half until kickoff between the Titans and the Dolphins. And, 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 there's, yes, there is a second game going on simultaneously. The Packers and the Giants, they're both going to start at the same time. So I'll give you the picks for those. I'm going to try and get, going to try and get this show in as quick as, trying to get this show in as quick as possible. But, there are topics we have to get to today. In college football, the Heisman Trophy was awarded to Jaden Daniels. Looking at the voting, it really wasn't close, unfortunately, but considering he's from the West Coast, he's from the area of the neck of the woods. I went to school down there. Congratulations, you know, winning the Heisman Trophy for a Southern school. But once again, is it an East Coast bias? A little bit. I mean, is he the most outstanding player in college football? That's what the Heisman Trophy honestly is supposed to convey. Um, maybe. I, you know, we have all, I doubt he's going to play in the bowl game. So we're not going to have a true idea as to how great Jaden Daniels actually is. He put up a great stat line and a bunch of others, even though Michael Penix threw for more yards. But, you know. It's fair enough. Michael Penix ended up second, Bo Nix third, and Marvin Harrison Jr. at four. So as far as the Heisman Trophy goes, congratulations to Jane Daniels. Also, congratulations to Army for beating Navy. There you go. And, and, the other big news before I get to the NFL stuff and the picks, is Shohei Otani... Going to the Dodgers, look, okay, my guess, because I didn't see this coming, I didn't see, I didn't see him waiting a week. Remember, I think it was either Tuesday or Wednesday when I went on air and told you the story of Dave Roberts, you know, the story was leaked that the Dodgers spent three hours talking to Shohei and pitching to him, you know, they want him to come to L.A., I said it then, although I bit the media beat, I, I took the media bait of the idea that Shohei would go to Toronto. I took that bait. I was going to have that as my initial guess, but I should have known better. You don't spend three hours trying, talking to a guy about playing baseball unless you had a deal in place, unless you had something in place. So the idea that it wasted a week is really my biggest issue. The other is giving him $700 million over 10 years, $70 million a year, $5.8 mil a month. So basically he's making $5 mil a month. I get it, people. Okay, if you want to be technical, he has to pay taxes, he has to pay his agent, fine. That's not really $70 million. It's not really $70 million. I get it. A lot of Shohei's contract, according to Jeff Passan, is deferred money. So in essence, he gets paid later. 
you know, a bulk of that money will be later on in the contract. I get it. It's not tremendous. Um, it's still a lot of money. Still is, but even when you take out the loopholes in the contract with the taxes and the deferred money, even with all that, $700 million for a glorified DH, because let's be honest, okay? Shohei's my age, okay? I'm 29 years old. So we're going to track this through my perspective. He and I are the same age. We were born in the same year. He was born in July. I was born in February, okay? This contract is going to end when he's 39, okay? This next year in 2024, year one of this deal, he is not going to be able to pitch. So therefore, the value, Dodger fans, that you're getting out of Shohei Otani is the two-way star, right? Well, year one is out of the trash. Okay, he's still only going to be able to hit. And, you know, some people are saying, well, maybe. Well, according to the guy who did this surgery, Dr. Neil Elitrash, yes, Otani will be okay to hit in time for spring training. So he's only going to be a glorified DH. He's going to be a DH for the first year of that deal. Okay? So you're paying $70 million for a DH? That's what you're paying. Seven, $70 million. I, I just don't get it. I mean, okay, Dodger fans, congratulations. You got the biggest fish. But by year six, which will be when he's 35, okay, because I'll be the exact same age. So from six years from now, guess what? He's not going to be the top level ace of the staff that the Dodgers are hoping he could be because that's the only the only reason the Dodgers should have taken him because at this point you need I'm telling you now Dodger fans I know you don't care I know you don't you want you want the guy you want the guy that you're going to have but at some point you're he's going to have to choose I would rather have Shohei Otani the pitcher not Shohei to Otani the hitter. Because I guarantee you, by 35, he's going to be Albert Pujols. Really good, but he's going to be injury prone. He already is with his elbow. But if he continues to do this two-way stuff, he's going to get worn down by the time he's 32. And then by 35, his pitching stuff will be shot. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he'll have three Tommy John surgeries by the time he's 34. You know, so by the time he's 35, you're only going to get the glorified DH. So, Dodger fans, congratulations. You're paying a man half a billion over half a billion dollars to basically hit home runs out of Dodger Stadium, which is probably a mid-level hitter's park. As far as giving up home runs and stuff, congratulations. But you better win a title within the next three to five years, at least. Maybe four to seven if I want to be more generous. You got to win at least two. 
Otherwise, if you keep getting swept by the D-backs or beaten in four games by the Padres when you get to the playoffs, you win 100 games every year, but somehow you lose in the LDS to the Padres or the D-backs or to name your wildcard team here, then guess what? That $700 million is going to be garbage at the end of it all. It's going to be garbage at the end of it all. I know most of these free agent deals, it goes to in every sport. All these free agent deals are based off potential. But you know what happens to potential? It disappears once reality slaps it in the face. So again, I don't know why the Dodgers spent $700 million on basically the potential of a two-way star. Other than the only possibility is that he can pitch deep into his 30s. That's pretty much it. Or you have the marketing aspect of it, which, by the way, Duke can barely speak English as it is. I know he has a New Balance ad, and but he just says the tagline for New Balance, and then that's it. I know he has endorsements in Japan, and they'll always love him in Japan. That's fine. But here, this is Major League Baseball. This is America's pastime still, whether people want to appreciate baseball or not. And if you're paying $700 million just to play baseball, this is a, huh, head-scratching decision for the Dodgers. Especially for a dude who now has had two elbow surgeries. Paying $700 million. I'm sorry, I, I just cannot get that figure out of my head. I, I just can't. What, what are you doing that for? Speaking of things that it's what are you doing this for. Yeah, I got time for this. Um, as far as the best and worst of the NFL, um, the best really is the team over my left shoulder beating Atlanta. Yes, I'm going to be a fanboy for a second. Beating Atlanta. Way to go, Baker Mayfield. You didn't turn the ball over. You barely threw for 100 yards. Not exactly. You know, if you're a fantasy nerd, suck it. I, I, I don't I don't care that Baker didn't get you points or Baker didn't help you win your little fantasy event. I don't really care. But congratulations, Baker Mayfield and the Bucks in general. Y'all now have the division lead, albeit by some weird-ass tiebreaker no one's ever heard of, which is that common opponent thing, which, you know, what's your record against common opponents, which for the Bucks and the Falcons, it's basically the NFC North and uh, whatever NFC... Uh, and the AFC South, those are basically the common opponents that the Bucks and the Falcons have. So I don't know how the hell that record was figured out, but congratulations on that. Plus, San Francisco, you know, they're the top team in my audit report for a reason now. I mean, it's not even close anymore. Like, they just blew that out from the word go. First play of the game, McCaffrey gets it down to the two, and then Debo, you know, then he finishes off. Debo Samuel does Debo Samuel things. It just 
trucks people when he has the chance. You know what? I, I, there's a reason I have San Francisco top in the audit report. However, as far as the worst goes, it involves the two teams that have been the top two in my audit report at least until last week. But it's starting to get a little sketchy in both those places. Philly is banged up, so I'm probably going to keep them in the top five. I know they only scored 13 points against the Cowboys. The Cowboys right now are making a really good case to be in the top three. As far as the audit report, making a really good case. I can see why Dak is getting MVP consideration. Played phenomenal. I think it was, what, two touchdowns or three touchdowns last night? For Mr. Dakota Prescott. And then that Daniel Aubrey kid just hit like three 50-plus yard field goals. That dude's got a leg. That's that's impressive for a kicker to do that. It's one thing to make your kicks, <clears throat> young way coo. But um, it's another to actually make them from freaking distance. That's impressive on its own. And then Baltimore winning on a punt return. All right, cool. I they they did what they had to do. I'm not. You know, Baltimore's doing what they have to do to win. I don't know if it's going to be good enough to beat, let's say, uh, Kansas City. Or right now, they could beat Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville, even with Trevor Lawrence, it's getting a little sketchy there, too. But as far as Kansas City, and I'll wrap it with this. Just making sure I'm on time, so... For all the people watching on Rumble, if I'm leaning in like this, it's not to scare you. Um, anyway, the biggest worst of the weekend is really Kansas City. My Super Bowl pick. The team out of the AFC that, honestly, I still think Cam. They just need wide receivers that can catch the ball. I get it, you didn't have Isaiah Pacheco, so you really didn't have much of a run game. I get it. And the defense still, still only held the Bills 17 points. So that defense did its job. The Chiefs got it to within three. But God, if these receivers just catch the ball just a little bit, just a little... And oh, by the way, you got to make sure you're on sides, dude. It's not just Kadarius Tony. That's, you know, people want to say it's a team sport. Hey, help your dude out. Help him say, hey, dude, hey, 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 hey. You're a, you're, you know, you're an inch or so ahead of the center. Back up a little bit. Back up. It shouldn't be up to the ref to tell you that. You know, you have the offensive linemen hunch their heads over to let them know that the snap is coming. Why don't you have your offensive linemen tilt over to the wide receiver and go, back up. You know, do some retarded little hand signal that makes you go, back up. But, just, they have the weapon still. They have the talent. They just need to clean some of this stuff up 
And that way you wouldn't have your half a billion dollar quarterback, speaking of somebody who is getting too much money too, as much as I love Mahomes, you don't give half a billion to a bunch of athletes. This is kind of why I've soured on the athletes as people. They're not they're not people. They're play they are hyped up as superheroes, but they're but they don't have brains. They they're just idiots. But you're bitching, you know, Mahomes wants to bitch to the refs about offensive offsides. Andy Reid, same thing. And yet, it's you guys that have to tell Kadarius Tony, back up. Back up so you don't have offensive offsides. Which, by the way, it was. Kansas City would love to be in that city one day. It's one of the very few cities I've ever been in in my life. Would love to go one day. But Chiefs fans... That is not it. Okay? That is a penalty by all accounts. And for all those people that say, oh, the Chiefs the Chiefs get all the calls. Oh, the Chiefs don't get any of the calls. You know, they get... No. They're do the refs are doing their job. And there's plenty of bad officiating in this NFL. But, huh? Yeah. Good luck. And the other worst is, of course, the Vikings and Raiders basically playing to a scoreless tie until Greg Joseph dang near got a field goal in. Otherwise, that would have been the worst. I would have talked about that all day. But 3 nothing. okay, that that's pretty bad too. All right, let's go ahead, get you guys the picks for tonight, and then I'm out of here. Um... In the Dolphins-Titans matchup, I'm taking the Finns. And in the Packers-Giants game, I'm taking the Pack. Go Pack, go. So Giants, or no, Packers-Dolphins in your wins for tonight. Let's see if I had a combined total. I don't think I did for that one. But I'm going to double check real quickly. See if I did. If I didn't, I can live without it. Uh, yeah, I can deal with that. I can do it without the double thing. Let me check. Oh, yeah, 40. So it's based off the Titans. Uh, it's based off the Dolphins-Titans game. I'll go 20 to 10 Dolphins over the Titans. 20 to 10 Dolphins, Titans in that one. And then in game two, I'll go Packers 28 and the Giants 9. 28 to 9, a combined total of 37 in game two. In game one, take the Titans over the Dolphins 20, or take the Dolphins over the Titans 20 to 10. Uh, for the other picks, let's go ahead and get you guys rolling here. Let's go in the NBA. We got three games underway already, so they're off the board as far as picks. So I'll just give them to you as is. I'll go the Heat over the Hornets. I'll go the Pacers over the Pistons. And the Cavs over the Magic. But as far as the games that have not been played, 
Take the Kings minus four and a half over the Nets. Take the Bucks minus eleven and a half over the Bulls, and take the Knicks minus four and a half over the Raptors. Those are your picks tonight in the NBA. For my NHL fans, two games are underway now. I'm going to take the Coyotes over the Sabres. I'll take the Maple Leafs over the Islanders. And then for the two games that haven't gone off, take Dallas minus 210 on the money line and go with the Avalanche over the Flames, Colorado minus 170. So as far as the score goes, take Colorado 2-1 and take Dallas 3-2. Those are your picks in the NHL. Again, odds courtesy of ESPN Bet. And then, for my men's basketball picks, only one game in the top 25 today. It's Gonzaga over Mississippi Valley State. Gonzaga looks to bounce back from their upset loss in Seattle over the Huskies. You know, the Huskies beating Gonzaga in Seattle. Gonzaga looks to bounce back. Take Gonzaga minus 40 and a half. Over Mississippi Valley State. Again, Gonzaga minus 40 and a half over Mississippi Valley State. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show exclusively on Rumble, either by downloading the app in the Google Play or Apple App Store, or go to rumble.com and search for the username ADGerke. Once you're in Rumble, doesn't matter how, search for the username ADGerke. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. It's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show, which is up to 623. So like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the algorithms. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow the show's Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast. The Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Or, 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 or. For post-episode interaction, you can follow this show on X. Just follow me personally, at Austin, at Austin underscore Gerke. I almost got the Instagram on. At Austin underscore Gerke on X. And then for non-show-related content, follow me on Instagram, at Austin Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I'll see you tomorrow.